0: everybody new fantasy baseball picks and bets at the mayo media network everybody yes welcome back thanks for having me i'm your host the big guy with the big mouth for the big apple big johnny stud you can get me at mlb moving averages on the twitter machine any time of day any day of the week or at ftnbets.com sign up anytime we're having fun learning making money while we do it remember everybody the show is brought to you by prize picks loving that new app i just got turned on it lately and it's a lot of fun because you know i'm already putting a lot of work into this stuff it just kind of gives me another avenue to try and make some money i'm also the host of the cork stats podcast if you like my style you're picking up what i'm putting down and you like a little bit more i'm doing it six days a week every single game on every single main slate believe it or not man it is an experience it's a lot of fun check it out cork stats rate review subscribe on all the major Uh, podcast providers speaking of which you want to subscribe to this show as well fantasy baseball picks and bets on all of your podcast providers if you can't get it on youtube if you are on youtube make sure you rate review subscribe and hit the like button smash the like button pick up something heavy and just whack the like button over and over and over and get into the comments and tell them how good of a job the big guy is doing and you want to have me back okay remember you want to join up to prize picks you want to use the promo code it's m m n M-L-B, that's Mayo Media Network Major League Baseball. You get a 100% match on your deposit. I love that. You know, when you're going to play a new game, it's hard to be expected to go in your pocket. So I like that they're going to match it. You get to play with house money first. Let's get us ahead on the house money. If you're not familiar, uh, Price... Picks is pretty simple. It's daily fantasy, but an individual player. We're going to parlay two of them. I like to generally go over, so that's what we're going to be doing. You get two, three points for a single, excuse me, five for a double, eight for a triple, ten for a homer, two for a run, ribby, walk, hit by pitch, and five for a steal. So generally, these lines are between like seven and nine. We're right at that eight line today with our two picks. That's Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson, the rainmaker with those twinkies. They're going up against Jordan Lyles. This is less about the offensive players. It's more about the pitcher although both of these hitters are very good donaldson's got a 127 wrc plus not to be outdone by Cruz, who's a 167 these guys hit the ball hard they're hard to strike out and they walk so we got high obp possibilities with high ops possibilities that should really be kind of at the fundamental essence of trying to beat prize picks everybody there's just a little lesson we're going up against jordan lyles remember there are two parts of the equation his last 85 innings pitch he's a 714 era last i checked that's not any good the whip is up near one six fifteen percent k to eight Walk. That type of K minus walk is not going to do it. Single digits, not any good. Single digit swinging strike rate and a chase rate well below average. What does that mean? It means he's going to have to beat the twins in the zone. What happens when Lyles goes in the zone? Well, in that same time frame, it's 42% fly ball, 45% hard hit, and a 9% bow rate. People, what does that equal? We do a lot of math at Cork Stats. It equals more than two home runs per nine. That is a gas can. He's giving up a home run in every single game this season and at least three earned in each of the last five so i think we have a nice little recipe here we've got good contextual elements on offense disciplined players who get on going up against a pitcher who really struggles to get those type of people out. So I hope not only we're going to make some money because we're going to go over eight points for Cruz and over eight points for Donaldson, but I'm glad that I got a chance to kind of walk you through the process. I'm very methodological, if you will. I do a lot of this stuff. It's how I feed my family, and I think it's why people come to me, except maybe for a bit of the big mouth. So I think that'll do it for the first segment today. Everybody, good luck with your prize picks. Next up, time for the daily fantasy recap. Those league news and notes. We go around the league. We go around the horn. Man, games seem to be going on from sun up until sundown. Someone always seems to be getting hurt, and it really helps to have somebody like us here at the Mayo Media Network to filter out those injury news first. My man Juan Goto, Juan Soto. He's still out of the lineup, but he's available as a pinch hitter. He did actually pinch hit. They're going to just baby him a little bit over the next couple days. They said they want to make sure he's comfortable. He could swing and he could run before they put him in the outfield which is fine by me I think it's all systems go I actually started him in my fantasy leagues this week next up we got Joey Votto today first baseman on the Reds he took a ball to the hand that thumb is fractured he's going to miss at least a month what does it mean to us in fantasy man if it's like a deeper dynasty league maybe we're looking at Jose Garcia my thinking being maybe Moustakis moves to first opening up a spot in the infield I don't know. We also might see Tyler Stevenson, the backup catcher, move to first. So if you're in a daily league, man, maybe you want to scoop up Tyler Stevenson because he could be impactful from the hot corner and coming in cheap. All right, next we got the Rays put um, the righty, the reliever, Diego Castillo on the 10-day IL. We got a right groin tightness, uh tough break for him. But the bright news there is that Fairbanks was activated just today. So the Rays bullpen gonna take a half step back let's say Fairbanks was very effective in the playoffs last year though for fantasy purposes nobody I mean nobody knows where the saves are gonna go in Tampa Bay but if you are struggling he may be worth a look Fairbanks that is with the opportunities potentially looming up next to San Francisco the backstop Buster Posey was just removed from a game on Wednesday night because of undisclosed reasons we're not really sure what's going on I spoke to someone who was watching the game they said it didn't look that bad but that doesn't mean anything there are non-contact injuries sometimes those are pretty serious the fantasy relevance there aside from buster posey who is hitting very well is that maybe young superstar joey bart gets the call so regardless i'd probably jump and make that ad right now if you're in a daily league if not queue up joey bart on those ad lists next up the twins placed outfielder alex kirloff on the 10-day il with a right wrist sprain that is a reoccurring injury he's had a problem with that so i am worried that that might kind of hang around, that might, you know, sustain. And replacements, we're looking at maybe Jake Cave or Garlic or maybe even Luis Arias, he's probably owned already. Last but not least, we've got Steven Strasburg is scheduled to throw a simulated game. That's good news, there's no real timetable yet, but hearing that he's going to throw 35 or 40 pitches is really a step in the right direction this year. I mean, who hasn't lost at least a few starting pitchers so to get somebody like that, Strasburg, I know fantasy teams could use him and I know the Washington Nationals could use him as well um yeah it's just good to see a step forward from strasburg i hope you're getting well and i think that'll do it for the league news and notes And it's time for the DraftKings Daily Dose with the big dude here on Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets at the Mayo Media Network. Let's get it, everybody. Man, I've been really hopping into DFS this year and doing pretty well. A lot of the betting work I do at FTN kind of translates over, doing a lot of work with the guys over there. And we've been doing really well. Keep coming at us with those green screens. You know I love to see it. It's why I do it. All right, I think we're going to look to save on pitching tomorrow because there's a lot of bats that I like. And I like the pitchers in key spots. Remember, the... Salary cap cost of the player in DraftKings does not determine the outcome. Some people seem to think in order to get those big points you have to pay up. That's not the case. We're going to see those Boston Red Sox draws and Nate Ivaldi on the bump for them. He brought the slider back this year. He's looking really, really sharp. He has basically four or five plus pitches. Thirty-four and two thirds so far this season. Three-six-three ERA, one-fifteen whipped the OPS at six-fifty. Everything on the surface looking really good. Twenty-two percent K to five percent walk. Twenty-two percent is a little bit lower than I like to look in DraftKings but the walk rate really low and the competition is perfectly set he has a CSW that's called strikes plus whiffs above 31 well above that benchmark for excellence at 30 the swinging strike rate over 13 is in zone contact rate down at 81 all the things you really like to see and he keeps the ball down 48% ground ball 23% hard hit and a 4% bow rate equals what class some pretty good math and no home runs allowed this year now of course a 0 home run rate is not sustainable but he's been Very, very, very good. Let's pop the hood on the expected stats. Looking very good, man. 288 X Woba, 339 expected on contact. Now, remember, contact is not a skill, it is a function of control. Ivalde is doing just that the curve, the slider, the splitter, and the cutter. All really painting those two opposite low corners. The velo is good. He's thrown 100 pitches. It's all systems go. The two games he got touched, the BABIP was for the roof. I'm not worried at all. Plus, of course, competition does matter. Detroit is the worst offense in the league by far. Let's just do it quick. Their bottom three in the league on the year in ops k rate walk woba and wrc plus last seven doubles runs homers average obp obs k walk csw o swing ground ball line drive hard hit barrel and woba the tigers stink go back to detroit rock city with t grace my second pitcher is michael pineda no it's not just the yankee thing he's been extremely effective going back to 2019 that's 200 innings pitch even a nice sample there three six nine era one thirteen whip the surface stats looking good twenty four K to five walk. You gotta like the k minus walk when it starts to creep up near 20. He has an incredibly high chase rate at your O swing. It's at 36 or above, which is like four ticks above average. Just what you'd like to see. He uses the slider to his seam side and the chain to the other side of the plate. So he also works both sides down. What I like to see, he's had at least five strikeouts in any every game this year. He hasn't walked more than two. He's up to 90 pitches thrown. So I think it's all systems go for him as well. And again, part of you know the competition the other side of that scale is the offense why challenge a good offense when you can go after the rangers they have the worst one of the worst disciplinary baskets you know, in the league on the season. And when you zoom in, last seven, a 28% K rate on the year, an 8% walk rate. Now there's that K minus walk rate, but in reverse. 20 K minus walk for a pitcher is great. 20 K minus walk for a squad is not. The Rangers have struggled all year with striking out. I think we're going to get a bunch of that. So I think Pineda and Ivalde are going to come in cheap, and they're going to open the door for us to stack the big bats. We're going to go double stack big bats all the way. Give me those chopping braves in the dirty, dirty. They're going to get at John Lester tomorrow. So I want Acuna. I want Freeman. I want Albies. See, I had to free up room for the salary. I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. And give me the big twins. They're going to eat Jordan Lyle's lunch tomorrow. So you got to give me the big dogs there, too. Give me Donaldson and give me Buxton and give me Cruz. And I think that will get us paid in the shade tomorrow and a DraftKings daily dose. Yeah. All right, everyone, we're rounding third. We're heading home. It's time for the part of the show, the nearest and dearest to my heart, because we're talking bets here at Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets. Let's put the picks and bets in those picks and bets. The first one I got, it's the beer makers from Milwaukee. They're back in Philadelphia. It's Brandon Sheriff, Woody Woodruff going to meet Zach Wheeler, I think we have the definitive edge here, and I think there'll be some narrative chasing for Wheeler, who, of course, I think is very good. I just think he's in a little bit of a valley right now where Woodruff is humming. Let's get into it. So far this year, Woody's been awesome. 35 innings pitched, a one ERA, .80 whip. Had to check it twice, 40K to 8 percent Walk, gotta love it, and that's what the first game started. He kind of got blown up a little bit. He went four, gave up three, one home run all year. It's all systems go for Sheriff Woody. He looks phenomenal out there. Flip side, Zach Wheeler, he's been hiccuping as of late, three earned runs or more in four of his last five. That's no good. He's struggling with the four seamer. I wanted to dig in and see if anything was different. The velo was good. The pitch mix seemed good. I watched some of the work that he was doing, and it's really, he's just missing with the four-seamer. And if you miss middle-middle and get that heart percentage up, you know, you're going to see your (laughs) opposing OPS start to hit... You know, through the roof along with those earned runs. And that's what's going on with Zach Wheeler right now. So until he gets it under control, I think we want to get with them. Both of these offenses kind of like maybe get the Spider-Man GIF out. Both kind of struggling in terms of average and also discipline. Philadelphia, one of the worst in the league. Last seven, 30% K rate, 7% walk rate. Yikes, that's just terrible. 284 woba 77 WRC+. plus. Those are numbers you can get after. And I think Brewers have the edge in the third phase. As I say on my podcast, Quark Stats rate review and subscribe let's giddy up and go into the bullpens milwaukee you know they struggled out of the box with the airbender and and a hater, we know they had the talent, but they were struggling. Last seven, they've really picked it up. That's 27 innings, not nothing. It's a three ERA, the K rate up near 28, the bow rate down below five, only three quarters of a home run per nine. They're starting to get it going. I think you can get behind the Brewers late in games. Can't say the same about the Phillies. They're just struggling really bad. Last seven days, the ERA north of five, CSW below 24, the bow rate getting up into the double digits. So I think we're going to get Woody, hopefully Woodruff uh, Wheeler, I should say, will keep that price close. Give me Woody for the game for sure. Next up we got the blue birds from Toronto. Not allowed to play in Toronto, but they're face going uh, the A's and Mike Fears on the bump for Toronto is Hyunjin Ryu. This is a total mispriced to me. This game should probably be minus 200 or so. Why? Hyunjin Ryu is an ace. His last 277 innings pitched. He's a 243 ERA with a one flat whip. He also has a Cy Young. He is legit. On the other side, it's Mike Fears who is known for a cool mustache. He has a 4 ERA. That same time frame going back to 2019, 16% K to a 7 7%. percent walk single digit k minus walk not gonna do it and he allows one and a half home runs per nine up against Maybe the best offense in the league when they're clicking. You know, Toronto is kind of hit or miss. But right now, they're starting to hit their stride. One of the things I talk about on my podcast when we're looking for production from good teams that are struggling is to look for the disciplinary metrics first. That's what we've seen happen. Toronto's K rate has dropped. The walk rate has riven. The chase rate has also dropped. And then all of a sudden, contact picked up. Hard contact picked up. And now they're starting to hum. I think you can get behind the Blue Jays. I'm really liking what I see from that offense. Again, when they get it going, one of the best line drive rates in the league. A lot of good contact there. When you get to the bullpens, Toronto's been good all season. Oakland is kind of struggling. If you look at the last seven, I know you might see the low ERA and the low WHIP. However, it's a lot of barrels and it's a lot of fly balls that could be problems. Toronto's been very good at the end of games. Last 28 innings, a three ERA, 28% K, 31% CSW. That's how you do it. You need those strikeouts and stuff, right? You, you know if they don't, if they don't put the and a the ball, then it can't do any damage. Let me leave you with one more. Oh, I think I want to get behind the fish from Florida and my boy Pablo Lopez. He's going to be going to the desert to face those snakes with shapes on their back and bum garner with the not-so-no hitter going on. I'm not really buying The last couple starts from Bumgarner, I know he can be good. He's a very high baseball IQ, but he pitches to contact, and sometimes you'll be the beneficiary of good batted ball luck, and I think that's what we saw. The fastball's not great. He's not fooling anybody, and Miami's actually been hitting as of late. I know, like, sound the alarm when Miami's actually doing the thing. So I think Miami suffers from bad team bias the public doesn't generally like to bet on them but that disciplinary basket that i talk about that's so so very important has been very good for the marlins they're not striking out and they walk a lot check this out last seven that's about 300 plate appearances 20 k to 13 percent walk there's that single digit k minus walk again which is a problem for bum at times so i think that'll be the third one so give me a pack give me the beer makers give me the bluebirds and then give me the fish put a little bit on each and it may be if you're feeling saucy take a little pence and put it on all three together and call me when you cash that ticket everybody thank you so much for sticking around you know and joining me every single week here i've really been man i've really been over my skis this is really kind of surreal you know Pat Mayo was like a celebrity of sorts. And now he's, you know, working with him and working for him. And, you know, I'm really honored just to be here. And the feedback and the interactions have just been phenomenal. So make sure before we go, you know, your rate, review, and subscribe to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets on YouTube, M M N Network of course, and then you could get it as a podcast as well on all the audio providers. Then you get my work at FTN Bets. If you'd like, we're doing very well, having a lot of fun, learning stuff, and you check my podcast. If you like my style, I break down every single game at 115 miles an hour off the crack at a bat just for you. Man, it's a labor of love, but it's kind of what I do. It is my love. It is my passion. It's how I feed my family. Maybe I can help you feed yours. So from the bottom of my big warm and fuzzy heart, I appreciate you all. I really do. Thank you so much. Get up in the comments, tell them how good of a job I'm doing, and that you want me back, everybody. Peace.